Uh, welcome back to Duly Noted. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. For those of you who don't know, we've already just done a whole episode, but we scrapped <laughs> it because technology. Oh, man. Uh, it's... <laughs> You can still take some of the stuff we just did. I don't know. Uh, it's, but, it's interesting. Well, but we got the mic set now, I think, where they're, I don't know, maybe they're good, maybe they're not, but we're, you know, we're doing our Barry Whites and whatnot. That's our test, you know, if we can Barry White. And then come back here and yell, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, we, we've been having some, uh, so yeah, welcome back to Duly Noted. Uh, we're talking about technology and getting mics and stuff to work. Uh, the last... The frustration. The very frustration, yeah. We... we uh, <clears throat> As, as you guys are watching this, uh, this is the first time, well, it feels like in a long time that we've gotten to have a successful episode with Tim, because uh, we had mentioned earlier before we started recording again, uh, we, the last two times we recorded, we ran into issues with the computer processing, like the audio. So yeah. uh, it literally, and it happened two different times that yep. we tried it. And so we, we have just eliminated that process entirely we have this brand new equipment which i'm still learning how to figure out and use but it's cool because it's got some really cool bells Feature, and whistles and features yeah. um some beep, really beep, beep, beep. yeah it's got some cool sound effects we it's got some really cool potentials if we want to bring in some some uh, outside guests some callers which we like will that. i've got a Absolutely. couple uh feelers out there actually now asking to come on the show see and we're i feel like we're getting more and more people well especially now that we're we're having more success with our social media we're getting yeah. a lot more traction so I'm glad that this getting is, a lot more hate. Yeah, getting a lot more hate. I've gotten oh, a couple. I've gotten a couple messages. Have like, you like I don't know if they're directed at me because I feel like when you do like when you're doing a thing, you enter the, even if you're music or doing whatever, you enter this realm of when they see your clip, no matter how you know underground or how low on the totem pole you are of you know of success, um, you, they're still just raging at. What you said, not necessarily you, but you're yeah, a part of yeah. it. It's like a weird thing because that that pan, uh, that Pantera clip I uploaded. Oh, I've gotten yeah. a I've gotten a couple messages, and thankfully the nice young lady who said that to me mm -hmm. actually commented on the video. Well, so it's even cool. it's even right there in the black and white text. Well, I mean, and it's and, and going back to uh, so we 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 got this new software where it like takes up our long form podcast videos and it chops it up into like clips and stuff. And I learned talking about like hate, I learned really quickly that you really have to uh, just, you know, scan and <laughs> preview your things before yeah. you post them. Yep. Um, I took a, we, we had talked about um, oh, yeah. Nintendo I'm... on an episode and um, you were wrong. I was, oh my gosh. So it's the, funniest, and they told you the funniest thing happened. So yeah, previous episode we were talking about um, Nintendo and their online platform, how you can get a lot of the N64 Nintendo ES games. Um, and I had, stupidly said oh yeah you can get every nintendo game on the platform in their nintendo online store blah 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 blah. you can get pokemon you can get the, the all the zeldas blah 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 and uh it's a subscription based it's great you can't i said i wish they'd let me just buy the digital download but you they've got it all online and 
that was not wrong. They that was not right at all. The I posted that clip and told them, or posted the clip of how I was, you know, frustrated and wished that they would let me buy my games instead of doing the subscription base. But the internet came after me when I tell you this clip went viral. They said, "Oh my gosh, I've never seen a guy be so confident and be so wrong at the same time." <laughs> I, within, um, oh gosh, it had to have been three minutes. Yeah, I had sixty seventy comments. Wow. All and they were all gunning for me. And there there was like a couple were like scumbag Nintendo, scum Nintendo or whatever. Uh, that's not nice. Yeah, so I mean but that they're they're I mean they were being hateful towards towards them. Yeah. But then most of them were just like dogging on me, like, You're so dumb, dude. You're oh so no. dumb. And I was like, I delete. <laughs> that's I don't, not nice. I, yeah, the internet bullied me and I didn't like it. <laughs> First day. Yeah. Like, welcome to the internet. Yeah. Have a look around. Yeah. Do you know that song? Uh, no. No? You, uh, there's a comedy special on Netflix you need to listen to. Okay. Bo Burnham's Inside. Okay. It, uh, <laughs> you, you'll, um, it takes you back to COVID. So oh. he, he literally did a comedy special, which I don't know. Do you know who Bo Burnham is? Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he, he's an internet YouTuber. I knew him way back in the Oh, yeah, because he he started as, like, a YouTuber making fun of music. Early, yeah. Yeah, really early. And then he started making a name for himself as a comedian. Mm -hmm. And he, the summer of 2020, when COVID happened, he made a special from quarantine in his house. Mm -hmm. Like, entirely. So, but he he did it over the course of six to eight months. So you saw him starting out in the like COVID and like, he was like, well, I'm doing this project, blah, 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 blah. And over the course of six to eight months, you see his mental state oh, just deteriorate no. and you just see him spiral out. And uh, the songs are funny. It is incredibly real. And it like, I remember Jenny and I watching it. Um, it, I think it like released in January of 21. So like, it was still like pretty fresh of COVID yeah. times. And I remember we got done and we were just, cried and held each <gasps> other yeah from a comedy special whoa yeah that dude's an artist yeah dude i mean Legit. he's 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 so funny I, I i really think um bo burnham not to not to make you sound more smart than you are bo but i i think you're like a savant in in, in at some level I, I think you are you're 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 a well you're an intelligent dude he's quite uh, the intelligent guy yeah yeah you're funny make (laughs) well and he he makes a lot of really compelling songs Mm -hmm. in uh his comedy special there's one song that's called this is how the world works (laughs) this is how the world works and it's talking about uh capitalism and corporations and uh like basically the rich people manipulating Mm. the lower class to get richer a good piece of fiction Right, yeah, that's that's not true at all. You guys definitely get your money's worth for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's the it, it, he's got some good insight. But anyway, that's yeah, that's I was, I'm getting old, depressed here talking oh, about all yeah. the all of this reality. <laughs> Don't like that. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't mean to like bring it down, but we were, we're talking about frustrating and stupid technology not working. And, and if there's anything more frustrating, it's reality. <laughs> oh gosh. That was uh, that was insightful, Tim. I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep now. Oh my god, oh, it hurts. Thankful. Oh my lord. Anyway, I'm wearing overalls. Yeah, I t- yeah. <laughs> Change the side. <laughs> it's six degrees that outside. That that is very funny. It is very cold. Well, and we negative uh, ten. It was negative six earlier. Uh, well, last Sunday. So, uh, Tim Tim now works at uh, which I don't know if that's that's. You know what? I think the last time we actually had a su- successful episode, I don't think you were working for the church at that point. 
No, uh, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know that you were. I don't know. But now, that, I, I don't want to think about that because that sounds sad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, that means it's been that long. <laughs> oh, more reality. More reality. I don't oh, like there it. There goes reality. Um, but uh, the last time, yeah, we we did this. Tim wasn't our sound guy, but uh, now now I've got this beautiful dashing young man to help me with my sound on Sunday mornings. Uh, but uh, this past Sunday, we had to cancel services because it was negative fifteen. Yep, don't like that. I uh, had to go to church. Still, it was. Great. Yes, you did. It was. Great. I saw that. I was like. You, okay. I saw that, and I was about to message you, like, Tom, I thought we canceled, bro. And we then did I, cancel, and me and Sean. Or you and Sean. We, we had to drive out negative 15 and still record. And which, But the thing the thing was nice. I had a lot of people come up to me uh, this, this last week, and they're like, we're so glad that you were here. What yeah. you did was great. We were so appreciative. So people people enjoyed it. And, I mean, that's that's kind of one of the nice things of technology when it works yeah. and does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You have that, that avenue um, to just be able to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, it was cold. It sucked. Yep. Uh, when it's negative 15, stay inside. My oh. dog got boots. Oh, it was so cold. Oh Poor puppy gosh. dog went out when it, when it first spiked that low, it, uh, we, he went outside. I was going to work and he went outside and my wife stuck her head out the door and then went back inside. I saw her on the ground. I thought maybe she was like taking the, his sweater off and his winter stuff mm-hmm. off. And apparently he, uh. He, he was shaking and then he like couldn't like walk well he was like dizzy yeah. and and she freaked and i was like oh. there the one night it wasn't the negative 15 night well and then negative i want to say negative 15 wind chill uh or those nights they they were like negative 30s like negative 30 wind chills so we're talking like five minutes outside can cause frostbite like yeah. i mean you were talking like severe temperatures um, I, the first night it got really cold. I had Thorne go out and he came back in and you could tell mm-hmm. like his, his paws hurt. Mm-hmm. So immediately the next day we went and got him boots. We mm-hmm. got him a coat. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I do got to say, he looks so stinking cute. He yes, looks, he does. He looks so handsome with his little, his little coat on. Um, but, uh, he's a good boy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Keep, make sure you don't let your animals out when it's like super yeah. cold guys. I mean, or like make sure that you're walking with them, that they're not out there for extended periods. Cause I mean, literally all it takes is just a couple minutes of them not being watched, getting too cold and then them getting permanently injured. So yep. when uh, he goes out, we take him out. He do, we don't even have a leash for him to like, venture on his own oh yeah he we walk with him so we're suffering with him i mean which that's good though oh yeah and my 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 dog he's such a baby he does better in the snow surprisingly um but he he hates being wet like rain Mm -hmm. rain, he will not like we because we have a lead and we we walk him um but he will not go to the bathroom when it's raining on the lead like we have to literally walk with him in the rain for him to go to the bathroom Uh, just because he's he's a baby and he, he'll literally sit on the porch and he's like I can't go guys it's wet. yeah <laughs> baby he's, he's kind of funny but yeah he's he's such a funny dog uh, he is we uh, it, we it just was his year anniversary of us getting him actually. oh congrats so yeah so it was his birthday um, he was two and we got him so we said it was his third birthday uh, he um, we got him some cute little stuff all the goodies and things like that. He has gained easily twenty to thirty pounds. Yeah. Him. Like he is, 
He is a chunk. He's got the good life. Oh my gosh. But the thing is though, he's a hundred pound chunk that thinks he's <laughs> a lap dog. So whenever I, I'm laying, you know, laying in my recliner just watching my show, I see a <laughs> square in my lap. And then uh, I mean the good news is I don't need to have kids anymore. I've got plenty. Yeah. <laughs> but uh if <laughs> if he just goes one one millimeter the wrong way, he guarantees that I don't have him anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's like he, he knows he's, he's, uh, he's perfected where to put the pause. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh my. Yeah. But he's, he's a good dog. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's been, yeah, really cold the last few weeks. Um, the chiefs game. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe the, it sucked that they took that. It took a freaking, it, it I mean, we're in winter warnings and wind chill warnings and i mean we're getting sent warnings on our phones oh yeah and what do they do they keep the game which you know whatever it's their prerogatives but then it's like oh okay by the way tickets are 36 bucks oh now they're 36 bucks yeah, when i have right to... <laughs> suffer through it i used to go to those games when Dude, I... I had a handful of kids like or not kids i had a handful of friends that went oh yeah it's the only chance to go it's insane well yes because we can finally afford tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the $80 to park. I mean, yeah, that's 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 the downside. Parking is more expensive. But typically, if you're you're lucky, you know what to do for Chiefs games. Um, but Tips uh, and tricks. Yeah, tips and tricks. Uh, right in large groups. Yep. It's great. Well, and uh, my mom had season tickets when we were growing up. <clears throat> when, oh. When we were growing up. And uh, as you, we... Did you know Tim's rich? Oh, no. Back then, you didn't have to be. <laughs> that's true. That's true. For real. It, we actually sat way up top. There was one point we were all the way, all the way to the top. And for halftime, we would stand on our seats and, it, like, like put our, our like, stand over the stadium. So you, oh, you could okay. stand on your seat and look over, like, to your death. And security would be on the field going like this, like we're supposed <laughs> to see them. But you knew you were doing something bad, so you knew it was to you. Um, there and then we would over the years we'd slowly move down. Um, I like you know there, but Chiefs games in that weather sucks. <clears throat> well, and the, I mean, it, it was I think the high that day was maybe maybe two one one or two degrees. Mm. It was I mean, and the low you're talking negatives. Well, and, and you, play in that you've got the uh, the the you can coach yourself. You can direct, dress yourself is one thing. But the concrete sucking the heat out of you is what does it. Because you'll stand there, and then that concrete will suck the heat out of but, you. But, I mean, even the conditions, though. Like, I mean, you you saw there there were so many things about that game that it came back, and you, just the conditions blew me away. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' helmet. Oh, my. Like, it was so cold. Yeah. He took that hit. Uh, it broke his helmet. Like that is insane that it, it it was so cold and it made it so brittle that a force contact just shattered. I hope he framed that helmet, dude, it, or it, cased it, or they, whatever. They let him play two more, two more. Uh, yeah, that seems that seems like there's enough dudes in the boxes watching the game, but then like there's enough of the spotters like illegally yeah, watching yeah. the game reporting to the booth. There's enough of those people around that somebody should have caught that. Yeah, no, like easily, and but, but you know though that's like, gonna it, be Mahomes' insurance guy who's hiding in the stadium, making sure that his investment is well. Oh my! You would have think yeah. he would have caught it. Well, and 
I mean, yeah, like you were saying, that helmet, it's it's got to be worth its if, weight in gold. If, I mean, oh my gosh. If there was ever a time to run out on a stadium... <laughs> Snag that and boy. snag a piece oh because not only would you have the verification if you were selling it, you would you would have the national TV and YouTube. You would have been the guy who ran out on the field to snag a to piece snag it. The, the Patty Mahomes broken stuff helmet. it down your pants. Worth worth the arrest. Like like get tackled and arrested on the piece. That way you're like oh, they don't know why I'm here. And I don't know missed opportunity, dude. Oh man, that's gold. Well, okay, so yeah, the the game was so cold. Patrick Mahomes' helmet broke. Andy Reid's mustache. It it made news headlines all over America. I mean, the dude had literal icicles coming off that guy. That dude must spit like crazy. Or it was snot. I can't. Well, it you know, it's that condensation. Like if, well, when you grow up, Tom, and you grow When you get a real mustache. When you get a real, real mustache. Beard. You'll No, it's like the condensation from your breath. Like when you're outside it and like breathing, yeah, it it's moisture there and then it freezes. That's ridiculous. And then his job is talking, so I, I think that's insane though, like to to just look at it and just see uh <laughs> I mean the <laughs> an dude, ice wall. He had icicles coming just I just it was it, I don't know. How I, tough would that be though to be like staring down the other team and just breaking off icicles and throwing them down? You wanna come and be boy? As <laughs> <laughs> I like, you're man enough. <laughs> Sharpening your own weapon. Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, th- that that whole game was just in- insane. I will say, despite the cold, it felt like watching the old Chiefs play. Yeah, it, it, it felt finally. Yeah, it felt like okay, like okay, this and took was the playing team. the Dolphins. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, just yeah. I mean, just hopefully. I don't know. The the biggest the biggest loss for me this season was the loss to the Raiders. I, yeah, that I, sucked. Yeah, I was like, wow, that really happened. <laughs> Which not to you know dog on Raider Nation, but I will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. A, I'm not a Raiders fan, and I just honestly, I thought the Chiefs had that in the bag, and uh, apparently the Raiders came in strong, and Chiefs were. Uh, I uh, as much as I hate the Raiders, I will say I have an equal untrust for the Chiefs in positive situations. Oh yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but when the Chiefs are up and everything looks good, I. The professional Chiefs fan will uh, sit there with their arms crossed going, that game ain't done. It's true. Because we're, we're both ways. The Chiefs on that side where it's like, ah, no, they're up 20 points. Not give them time. They can screw it up. Or it's the other way where you're down 40 points and well, you go, hey, 15 minutes left. Eh, give them time. Well, and I mean, like how many times? I mean, they the Chiefs made a name. I mean, they haven't done it as much. Over this last year or so, mm-hmm. but they they made a name for themselves being the comeback king. Yeah, absolutely, like and and it, it always happened during the last quarter, and it gave me the worst anxiety. Last eight minutes. Oh my gosh, it was terrible to watch. And it's and that's every time it's an AFC championship yep. or a division game, which we're here, we're here now. Yep. So now I'm like <laughs> start taking the meds. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, and I don't know if I told you this or not. I think it was last. Oh, you know what? It was about this time last year. We were talking about Super Bowl champs, yeah, because we're and because oh, yeah. the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, uh, but uh, the previous AFC game, uh, the championship game, I was sitting with my family, and I was sitting there, and they they waited until they did their comeback thing yeah. the last the last quarter like they always did, 
and my Apple Watch started yelling at me, and it's like, hey, your heart rate went up a lot, but you've been, <laughs> yeah, been inactive for the last like 10, 20 minutes. Are you okay? And I just every and this every single AFC game, and whenever they go to the the Super Bowl, um, it's it's just it's very nerve wracking. Like yeah. it's it's. Difficult to be a Chiefs fan at times because of literally the anxiety. Not sponsored by Bucky's, but sponsored by Bucky's. I can, yeah. <laughs> uh, not to change the subject, but did you did you say? No, you, I don't own a Stanley Cup. Uh, <laughs> not that I hate you. Get cup whatever you want. You know, you can get whatever you need. That's not Stanley Cup. That's a. I don't know. I'm not gonna say they don't sponsor us. <laughs> not yet. But that logo, that logo. Everyone that needs to know about Bucky's. Well, I was gonna. My I think question, everybody does now. My point. well, they. I mean, now in Missouri they do. Well, I was gonna ask, have you have you made or do you have plans to make the pilgrimage to the Bucky's in Missouri now? I have. I don't have plans. I have loose plans. I want to go. We we kept making the plan to do it, but then it was like New Year's or it was Christmas. Then it was New mm-hmm. Year's, and it just ha- it just hadn't happened yet. Um, I wanted to get up there because I wanted to get a picture because they would have had Bucky there. Oh, yeah, with the mascot. And I yeah. wanted, I wanted the mascot. I wanted to get a picture with my Bucky's tattoo with, uh, with Bucky. That would be legendary. Or have Bucky autograph it. Do you think, like, I guarantee you, you could like talk, like, probably call their uh, marketing department sponsorship, get some money from that, from the tattoo. Uh, yeah, I bet you could. I don't know, and you know what? I don't even want money from it. Now, I, I know I like money. That's he's, I, I he's don't such a loyal yet. supporter. He's like, you can don't worry about giving me money. I'll just support your brand for free for the rest of my life. Well, it's got DC on there too. They never so. <laughs> but to be fair, they gave us. You know, we're sponsored. The we the yeah the Hemlock, Hemlock is, guys. Yeah, Hemlock is sponsored by uh, DC. So very true, very true. So, but uh, I, I, you know what? I take that back. Bucky's giving me money. <laughs> Well, and for someone that like for everyone that doesn't know Tim Bucky's, if you don't know Tim and you happen to watch this, uh, this man is probably your one of your biggest endorsers. Uh, talking about a Texas gas station chain, which and he even you he sound is, like my wife. And he, he, but the thing is, you've told me it's not just a gas station; it's an experience. <laughs> he's he's such a loyal, avid supporter. Um, it's like my my avid love for Star Wars. But yours is is the the little otter from uh, a gas station. The beaver. Beaver. Oh, uneducated. Sorry. Let's talk about the five reasons why you're stupid right now. <laughs> One, you're ignorant. Two, you don't even know Nintendo. Apparently. <laughs> Three, it's a beaver. Uh, and we... five. <laughs> not even gonna say number four. Oh I mean. man. Um, love you, mom. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Nah, you know what it is? It's, I don't know, it's just cool. It's, uh, it's Ice Cube Bucky's. That was the inspiration. Was yep. I listened to a lot of NWA and uh, Dre and Ice Cube and stuff like that. And me and my wife are big Ice Cube fans. So uh, it was on tour, and a buddy of ours was, uh, um, help, you know, giving us uh, the shop for the day yep. kind of thing. And so we were coming up with ideas. And it's like, ooh, is this new? You've seen that one. Have I saw it. That? I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. Well, it's by coincidence. Uh, I'm wearing the shirt as well. Yeah. That's my no. Freight Train Rabbit Killer tattoo. No, I haven't actually seen the, the tattoo. I it was think. on the last show. Oh, was it really? So you don't even watch your own show. Uh, it was on, but you didn't show me the, the tattoo. We didn't talk about it. It was, I, like, it was like this the whole time because I even saw it. I was like, that tattoo looks cool. 
<laughs> he's like, he's like, dang, I look good. I do. <laughs> I am my first, my last, and my everything. No, um, <laughs> this is dope. A, That's dope. Thank you. This was actually the last one on tour, so I got that one first um, on the two month tour, maybe, and then the month the we took like three weeks off. And we did the other month, the next month after that, um, and I got that one. Um, I forgot what I was the the talk was, but I've been wanting a freight. I I figured I would do a freight train rabbit killer tattoo at some point, which was actually going to go here, um, but then I was like, well, I had another. I can't remember what the other idea of the tattoo I was going to get, but that it. I was like, you know what? I was in the shop and I just my Jared, our the guitar player, was getting a nitro tattoo, and I just I just started looking up freight train stuff of like okay no i gotta do this now so yeah that's my freight train rabbit killer tattoo. dang that's cool dude i'm actually wearing a freight train rabbit killer shirt well heck yeah see and i i am an untainted canvas at this point are you gonna How, get tattoos uh yes what tattoo will you get first i you know i i have a lot of things that i would like to do and uh i've got some youth students that are saying they want to become like tattoo artists oh, so nice. part of me is like Hmm. Do I like you see how good your skills are and like let you become my first tattoo, or like that's do gonna it, be in like fifteen years, twenty then. years? Yeah, I'll probably be dead by then. Uh, no, <laughs> I hope not. But uh, but no, no, I've got a lot of things that I would like to get. Um, one of the biggest things would be uh, like uh, Mandalorian related. Sure. Uh, right there. Uh, actually, I want to get the shoulder piece. Oh, okay. Oh. Like, I want to get the shoulder piece with the mud horn signet. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like get a quarter sleeve mm -hmm. that's like that. Um, I would love to get uh, something in regards to like Legend of Zelda. Uh, I'd love to get you like... You could get Starry Nuck Tats. You could <laughs> get Star Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, absolutely not. No, I, I don't think I'll get Knuckle Tats. Um, I do like... I, I, I'm i full like full for like going all the way up to the sure. wrist. I'm not... I probably won't ever do my hands probably... But yeah, I think like full sleeves would be fine. Yeah, I have no problem with the yeah, full sleeves. Nowadays, like um, at the job I'm currently working at, um, my dad my dad's worked in a, a parts department at a dealership for 40 years, and I've always heard the because um, I was getting tattoos um, like that one there. Um, I'd ha I've had this for probably the longest time. But um, because it's there, my dad always told me he's like, "Well, if you ever got a job here, that. so they make the sales and." Uh, if you have tattoos showing them, you have to wear, no matter how hot it is, you have to wear a long sleeve shirt, cover that. Wow. Up. A lot of car, I'm learning a lot of car dealerships. Uh, you know, the founding of it was very old school, like, which nothing wrong with that by any means. Um, but I do know times are and have a, a changed change in. Yeah. And I mean, I see full sleeve dudes all the time and I even see some hand tats and I'm just like, I mean, what I do is like, I'm not in the public eye much anyway. And I got, you know, it's like... But the, the culture's changing. Like, it is. It, and, I mean, it, and I, I don't want to, like, ostracize a generation by this comment, but a lot of the boomers, they don't... they the, the, Tattoos was a stigma. Sure. Yeah, uh, you, if you got... Um, if you got tattoos, you were a criminal or a drug dealer or something like that. You got them they, in prison. Yeah, you got them in prison. Like they, they looked down on you in society. Sure. And but now, I mean, tattoos are so readily available. I and mean, there are still some cultures. We're talking about like America here specifically. Um, like because I know in Japanese culture, like if you get a tattoo, you're you're typically associated with a gang. Typically, I don't know if you knew that or not. I I don't know that. I mean, I do know. Um... It's, the Yakuza pieces, I do know that there are pieces that are like specifically in, for Yakuza. In, in Japan, 
if you have tattoos, you are to cover them. Really? Because if you don't, they associate you with a gang. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they associate you with gang. And that's things. accurate. Like, that's... Yeah, that's that's real. Um, and like you can like literally like watch content creators that have tattoos. They'll they'll go and they they will cover up their tattoos. Yeah. Because they like that's that's the culture there. Interesting. So yeah. So you it's know kinda... what? I, I need to add. Well, I actually need to ask the uh, Hemlock guys because they've been to Japan, and I wonder because they're always. Well, touring, like, if you're touring and just going through, I think it's probably different. Like, But if probably, you're there? Like, if you're living there and, like, they see you regularly, uh, yeah, they expect you to cover those. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of different. But, like, here in America, it's the, the stigma has changed. Sure. So the older generation, they still kind of see that they they still see that stigma where they kind of look down on it a little bit. But the the new generations, like Generation X, Millennials, they they look at it and they see it as in a form of expression sure. you know, uh, for their bar their body or it's like a form of art, which I mean I think it is. I think so. I'd have even gone as far to think, um, like, I don't know if you want to sit through the pain of it, you deserve to have it. Um, I would even I because I've thought about this. I was like, there's many things like if I had a kid, like I'd I'd watch him to make sure like you know done lived right but you know at 16 i i'm thinking back like there ain't no reason i couldn't have had a tattoo at 16 yeah well and i mean some people they they, they almost think of it as therapeutic almost yeah. i mean some people they just they just really love it they love the sensation they love seeing the result afterwards um but i mean more and more employers we're, you're talking about how the old guys they look down on it well i mean we're talking about uh so here's a weird thing talking about the church yeah. Uh, I went to this thing with a bunch of like pastors and the, we went, it was literally a coaching session on like how to brainstorm new ideas and mm-hmm. do creative things, uh, which is where the, my, the esports idea mm-hmm. came from, which is kind of wild. Uh, but the speaker head to toe tats yeah, sleeves and he was, he was a pastor. He was a Methodist pastor out of Florida, super cool dude, mm-hmm. super chill. Uh, and he, he didn't care. And, 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 and it was the the cool thing about it was his view on like religion was he wants to be his full authentic self sure. and he didn't care in the room who who saw that so it, he had tattoos he cussed i mean oh wow i mean like yeah like there were that not to say that they're they're talking about like <laughs> he asked the crowd and he's like okay where's my first f bomb and like we're at a church event and he's like oh wow. we got one over there and it was he, he kind of like celebrated it <laughs> so which which was funny because some of the older pastors that were there they're like oh, i don't know i don't know about that but but just to see that this guy was so comfortable in his own skin uh he, he was living his authentic life yeah. he's like this is who i am i'm not going to change it i i i thought that uh, i mean that was it really had a sense of validation to it i mean it was i thought it was cool I I like to think of it as uh, if somebody goes as far to have uh, a de- dedication to put something on themselves permanently. Um, I mean, that's somebody I want to give the the time of day to, depending on the... Ta- I mean, it also depends on the tattoo. Like me, I've got a... What it's, you know, hopefully looks like a globe on my arm. It looks and pretty dope. For a certain reason. It's going to get colored in, but it's like for a certain reason. And I've, had, and I've talked about these, like what all these, you know, these mean kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it's like this, yeah. it's like... Well, after I got Bucky's, it, Texans, it changed lit for you. them yeah. up, dude. When we were like, I was be signing stuff, and like like this, and people, oh, thank you, thank you. And then when they get to this, they like, they freak. So it's like <laughs> you know, it's a conversation piece, but like stuff like this is like, 
So do you think like it would warrant like if I got a Casey's tattoo, do you think that would be like the Missouri be like, bro? Let me ask you, <laughs> do you want a Casey's tattoo? Um, I, I don't, I'm not as passionate about so Casey's as you are about That's Bucky's. Your um, That's your answer. You would pro, I don't know. But it's also not just Bucky's. It's like if I just had the Bucky logo, it's one thing. But, but it, it's, but it's this a is, twist. It's your, your exactly. version of it. This is Ice Cube Bucky's. Yeah. And it, is, it looks so cool. Like I love, I love the twist on it. Cause it's, it's, I don't want to say like, would you, you, you say it's Ice Cube. I say it's a, an iteration of you almost. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, so, and here, here's, here's kind of my take on tattoos. My, my wife, uh, she, she was like, she's like, if you want a tattoo, go get one. And I said, man, I want to, but I just, I don't think I'm cool enough to get one. Yes. And, and she, she literally, she said, shut up. <laughs> Your wife thinks you're cool. Yeah. Gross. She's like, you're cool. Shut up. Go get one. And I'm like, but money. <laughs> How about this? How about this? I will. So you want the mud horn? Yeah. That's yeah. All right. I will think about paying for half of it. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> He's you think about promise it. that I get to go with you and we film it. Well, we film it for content, but we film it. Um, I'd be down. Uh, we probably need to have this conversation with my wife. Make sure. She already says <laughs> she, cool. Yeah, she probably. She, According she, to what you said, she's fine with it. Yeah, she'd be fine. Just like, it. you know, all the guitars you buy. According uh, to you. Now, I have <laughs> slowed down. <laughs> Uh, I have not bought a guitar since that lovely Geo over there. So that purple, the metallic blue chameleon <clears throat> thing. What's that? A Reverend? Uh, that Reverend. It's a. It's a. Anyone that guitar. buys a Geo. No, no. <laughs> anyone that buys a Geo does not need a Reverend. Uh, yeah. You know what? You're you're wrong. I, there. I know I'm right. <laughs> so I I have a uh, a Reverend flat I don't rock. Talk about uh, it is it's by far my favorite guitar. It's sitting over there. It's bright orange. I just had a Bigsby installed on it this last fall, and I absolutely love it. It is my favorite guitar. It, it is amazing. Um, it's a Tele with filter trons, and the filter trons all split, so you can split the mm -hmm. coils on them. Uh, yeah, the Bigsby just makes it even sweeter. And the the Joe shout out to Joe at Lanham's. Set it up perfectly with that yeah. Bigsby. I mean, it's it's nice, but uh, yeah, that's it, it's one guitar that Tim has like drooled over ever since I've gotten it. Uh, is probably the only electric that will go in my my will when I die. Probably, probably, maybe. Yeah, you've already shown that you don't want it by taking pictures of it. So. Yeah, there. So I was I had confided in Tim earlier. I said there was a moment of weakness. I I did take pictures as if I were going to post it for sale. Uh, but then I immediately was like, what the heck am I doing? That's the stupidest all thing. I need. Like, yeah. That's all the leeway I need. <laughs> He's like, that's my I, chance. I just got to keep chipping away at it. He already promised that he, I was the first one that would get if it. If I ever sold it. And I know how much you paid for it. Uh, so I will give you what you paid for it. No, no. <laughs> you paid, what I paid for it is what I paid for the Bigsby alone. <laughs> I know. Actually, I tell you what, I got a, uh, all right, my, uh, no, the 335 is my most recent guitar. Before that, I Acquired a, uh, a an orange telly, <clears throat> uh, like oh yeah, a, I saw that on your videos. Affinity is that the series? It's like the starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need. I wanted to telly because uh, we're in grindstone. You know, doing, doing the country thing. I wanted yeah. to try to lean the band a little bit to have those qualities to it because mm -hmm. it's more. I'd say it's more getting into a a rock band with some country elements, if anything. But I want when I joined, it was supposed to be a country band. From what I was told, and I and I loved that, so I wanted to get a telly to get that snap crackle in there, 
And so I got, even with, you know, a cheap guitar, you know, if you do it right, single coil, you can get that. Yeah, you get that chicken picking. Yep. Yep. So I tell you what, though, I love playing it. And uh, and I think because I know I don't have much in it, um, I actually still owe the, the guy who sold it to me. I owe him studio time, which I'm hoping he would uh, use because I want to record that band. <clears throat> um, shout out to the December. Oh, um, heck yeah. But I'll tell you what, I took the pit guard off. I don't know why, but I took the pit guard off so it's exposed. And then I put a couple stickers on it. I don't know why, okay. but it made those stickers made it sound great. <laughs> you know, there are so many like when <clears throat> so in talking about like recording, um, there are so many people that swear by the paint of the color changes the timber. Yeah. Uh, the timbre, the timber, timber, the timbre of the guitar. Yeah. Um, I mean, which don't get me wrong. Like there, there's like paint that um, it's like in oh, I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's for that the inside of like the cavity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you coat it to where like the electrical signal doesn't go through. Well, like, they what it's uh, called. <clears throat> there's that clear coat I've seen, and then there's I mean there's I think people uh, put foil. Yeah, it's yeah it's uh, well there's you can either do foil or there's a it's a black. Uh, yeah, it's like a yeah. I'm not really. sure. I know what, what you're talking. But about. yeah, it seals it off. So, but yeah, which that one I understand because you're you're changing literally how the signal is processed. Mm-hmm. So like the cavity that it goes through, it changes how like literally how the signal is being run through. So I understand that. Um, I do think like little thing nuances on the guitar definitely help. Like the strings, the pick, mm-hmm. uh, the pickups, absolutely. It all does a little bit going towards it. Yeah, and little, like if you want a chicken picking sound, like you go to the. And as much as I don't play on a bridge pickup, when it when it comes to chicken picking, and which I can't chicken pick, I would I'm going I'd like to learn. I'm gonna say I would. Do, I'm not saying I'm going to because I know how I am, but <clears throat> I would like to learn some chicken picking. But I do know that a lot of that starts with tone, and if you have an over distorted tone, you're not. Oh no no you, know, you gotta you can play a major scale. You gotta have that pick. clean where you can pluck it, baby. Yep. Well, in like hybrid pick, I can't hybrid. This hand never got any work. It was all this one when I was learning. So like to finger pick to do to do hybrid picking and stuff. I can only do a little bit of chicken. Like I, I didn't get like really proficient at it, but I remember whenever I was like learning guitar, um, I picked up a guitar in like seventh grade. I remember I started joined a band in eighth grade, and we went over to this guy's house, and he was in his like fifties or sixties, and he's like, "Come here, let let me show you something." And he, and he showed me this little and it was just I was like oh I can do that yeah. and so uh, I've got like one <laughs> one, one lick, lick. That, that's that all I can do but uh, um, yeah it's it's cool stuff man well, I mean, it, it, depending on how you play certain I mean there's riffs that to me there's riffs I play the same for uh, rock songs that I do country songs and it's like you change up the tone a bit and pluck it a little different it's, it goes one way or the other oh yeah so, like the intro to uh, "Guitars and Cadillacs" by Dwight Yoakam is another riff I use in another song. It's the same, it's the same A major pentatonic. So it's like yep, it's yep. the same notes, but it's just how you do it. So the, going back, like I got the telly for that reason. I was like, well, if I have a cheap one, at least I'll have the initiative of learning certain things and tones and getting into that side of the the picking and stuff. And uh, we played here uh, at Christmas time in the mall and. Uh, Bless him, uh, somebody came up to me and he's complimenting the guitar. And I think, because it has paint already missing off of it. Cause I don't, oh, yeah. Because it, it, it gets used. And um, they were complimenting me on the, the tone. I was like, dude, that telly sounds funny. That thing, and it, it, looked, it has stickers on it. Oh. And the stickers <laughs> match the vibe. Like I've got Route 88 or Route 8, Route 66 sticker in the middle. 
between the two pickups that fits perfectly, which I got on tour with Hemlock. And then I've, I've got this other one that's like Mickey Mouse with an, a Native American headdress on. And just, it fits the vibe. And on the back, I've got a, a Howlin, uh, I want to say Howlin tattoo or Howlin Wolf tattoos uh, somewhere else we played in. You, you know what you need Florida. on there. You know another sticker you need, right? Mm. You need some duly noted stickers. No. <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know what I came across the other day? You know, but you know what I have at the house? What? That pit guard you made me. <laughs> That's just which, true. Which, which I almost put on there just to send a picture to you. Oh, that would have been beautiful. I, I didn't. Um, I, uh, so to our listeners and viewers right now, uh, if you would like some duly noted merch, man, I uh, came across our box of stickers. And when I say we have a plethora I mean, I could literally give all of my followers on Facebook, all of Tim's followers on Facebook, all of my followers on Instagram, TikTok, uh, everyone that I have in my connections, people that follow me, I could give you all a sticker and I'd still have a crap load left. <laughs> like I have so Request many stickers. stickers. Oh my gosh, so many stickers. And and I just, I went to the internet one day and I was like, how many stickers can I buy with this amount of money? <laughs> and uh, and I said, wow, that's a lot of stickers because I was willing to spend this amount of money. And I was like, I'm going to dedicate myself to spending this much money on stickers. It's too many stickers. I bought too many. <laughs> <laughs> so I got stickers for anybody who wants them. So like hit me up in this video or whatever. I'll get you, I'll hook you up. <laughs> Getting our DMs as the kids say. I mean, everyone, you know, they're enjoying our clips now. Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, go, go. And actually, on our uh, TikTok, there's a link that actually takes them to a link tree. Mm -hmm. And in the link tree, there's a, a thing for free stickers. So, oh, actually, yeah. So, actually, if anyone does want free stickers, go click the link tree and uh, you'll go get some free stickers. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that people do that because I got a lot of them. And uh, I'll give you I'll give you the the solid discount of the the ten for the price of twenty. So kind of you. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's, like the it's worst sales pitch. It's like normally it's, it's right. Yeah. Wall supplies last. There's not many left. Like in Futurama with yeah. the iPhone, it's like uh, there might be one, and it's like a whole barrel of them. Yeah. Right. You're opposite of that. You're like, I have too many. I'm still going to charge you, but I have too many. <laughs> well, it's it's like uh, uh, whenever um, <laughs> uh, Bender and Fry are like having a conversation, and he's like, uh, I need this. Uh, he's like, okay, well, uh, you're going to have to give me you know, $5,000 for it. And knowing that it's you, I'm going to need the money up front. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, classic, classic. I've been class. watching... Uh, I've been watching old Futurama again after our episode after that. Well, they came out with a new season, so yep. I wore, I wore, I, uh, on Hulu. On Hulu, shout out Hulu, give us money, um, <laughs> right? Please, I won't get a tattoo of you though. I maybe I, that should be our next thing if we can get any viral activity. If anyone would share anything, uh, whichever company reaches out to us first to sponsor us. True that. True that. That is well, worth that. That I like. And part of I'll me, get, I'll get the tattoo. Part of me is like considering like branching and sponsoring with some like other um, companies, uh, which so, so like there's this this com this computer company because we, we launched esports. Mm -hmm. um, I've bought like an entire fleet of this one brand of company, mm -hmm. computer company. So um, so Sky Tech Gaming, 
hey, if you hear this video, I bought a ton of your computers. They're really awesome. Uh, if you guys want to sponsor me Not or my like... esports program, like, come on, man, we're, let's let's make a deal here. Uh, but it's it, little things like that. I mean, there there's so many cool things and ventures that I I would love to like partner with and other yeah. businesses and things and opportunities. But that's gonna um, be, I think, uh, getting into um, that's the next step of anything is trying to market with other brands and spread out like that. Um, Which, I mean, we have a, I mean, like, as far as like duly noted goes, we have a pretty good like branch and follower base mm -hmm. and listener. Uh, which I imagine it's just going to keep growing more and more with uh, like all of our too. clips and stuff. So that's the kind of hope and the dream. Grow this. Uh, I would love for it to be profitable, like start yep. making money, yeah. <laughs> recouping some of this money that I've spent on all of these <laughs> wonderful things. Um, but uh, it's, it's but honestly, it's not about money, uh, which, which I mean, money is good. Uh, money helps sustain things. But um, mostly we're just doing it for fun, to have yeah. a good time. And then if it makes money along the, ro the, the way, and we're, if we're able to sustain it and make you know, yeah. good money at it, then that's amazing. That's, well, I think that's yeah. like any, anything you like to do, that's what it has to be. You have to go in it with that attitude. Because yeah. if, I mean, there, obviously anything could be a business. And if you go into it with a certain mindset, I mean, you don't have to love playing guitar, but I'm sure you could take the smart person, smart, smart enough person that would go, all right, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make $30,000 this year just playing guitar. And they go on and they become a YouTube guitar player. Like there's people probably good enough to do that. I'm not good enough at podcast to say that I know exactly how to make money. Well, but well, and but the opposite is I enjoy it. Well, and the, the thing about podcasts, you know, Shots fired. <laughs> I'm hit. No, no. Uh, the thing about podcasts is they're all about um, common interests. Yeah. So like finding, finding you know, uh, people that enjoy the things that you, you enjoy. And for so far for this podcast, it's been a pretty eclectic yeah. group of things. So music's been a big thing. Video games, Video games. certain like TV shows, movies. People hating us people hating us uh nick hating other people uh, us hating nick <laughs> us hating nick um which you know <laughs> what true. i'm gonna i want to just pull up something just real quick to all of our beautiful <laughs> listeners my daughter <laughs> made a wonderful beautiful little uh just note for our channel and it says to duly noted from oh. Ava. It's the sweetest little thing and it looks the shape of an envelope. On the back, there's a little fiery cat looking dude. It says fire dude. And as you open it, it says duly, bunch of hearts noted at the bottom. And then here on the picture, you see the whole, the whole duly noted family. You see Tom and then she, she put Garrett on because Garrett came Aww. over and recorded last night. So she included Garrett and the duly noted family. Uh, there was Nick right here, Jenny, and then Tim. And then I looked at the paper and I said, eh, Nick hasn't recorded an episode in a year. You can take him off. So she went and erased him. <laughs> I was totally joking. And then she, so, so yeah, so on this beautiful little note, there's, uh, Four people and one circle looks like its hands covering its face. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> that is my beautiful eight-year-old daughter. Uh, she is so funny. And so that's like, I mean, just the, the funniest thing in the world. So, Nick, if you're watching this episode. Come back. No, go away forever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no we, we miss you, Nick. Uh, we miss giving you a hard time. It's kind of like that bit from Back to the Future where 
on the photo, they start disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> if he comes he back, he'll, re- he'll reappear on the picture. <laughs> it's like, wait, where's my daddy? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Oh, but it's it's been, uh, I mean, man, like actually since our last episode, so many things have, have happened. I mean, yeah, the, the, the whole esports thing that I'm doing now. It took off big. You know, I mean, it took off really big. They just did a news piece on it. Yeah, two news pieces on it. Did they? Yeah. Who else picked I it? saw, I don't know, I, I saw a news press now. They either did two of them. <clears throat> did they do a video piece on it? I thought. I, I didn't see the video piece. There yet. was another link that popped up. I know that. Well, well from I the know, first one. Well, tons of people were sharing it. So yeah. I mean, like, it, it I was, might have been. yeah, it was circulating all over the internet. So, um, is I mean, which is really cool to like have a passion project, kind of like go big. Which I mean, yeah. like esports in general is like a cool concept. So to be able to to create something like that is yeah. pretty cool. I'm hoping not to like be self centered. Uh, I'm hoping like I'm able to pull some traffic from that into my own personal life. So like maybe like get some traction from gaming and stuff. Sure. I, think, I think it'd be really cool to, to start doing that. And Garrett, he was talking about, cause, which I don't know if you're, you're the, uh, I might just ask you now, uh, have you ever played the game magic, the gathering? No, I haven't. And I only, I only say that because, um, I like the concept, but it goes into like what we were talking about, Skyrim and, uh, um, Starfield, yeah, Magic: The Gathering. It just seems like it would take it takes a lot. It it if you start simple, because I mean, there's there's a lot of things to Magic. You don't have to know them all, but you just know how, and you just need to know enough to get you started, and then you just slowly build Branch out, out your vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. That. So it's it's really a basic concept, but it's the way the best way that I can describe it to people is it's a tabletop game or a card based mm-hmm. game. That makes you kind of feels like you're in the world of like D and D or mm. fantasy a little bit. So, uh, but yeah. So the, my buddy Garrett, uh, he's a huge um, magic guy. So he he wants to to make some magic content. So wow. like doing some like gameplays of uh, us playing or doing some just some episodes just mm-hmm. just around the game. So because uh, we're giant nerds, uh, in which I'd, everyone, whether you want to admit it or not, you are a nerd in your own compassion, oh, your own capacity. It just depends on what. What you're nerd about so i mean you can be a nerd like nerd out over athletics like football sure. Uh, sure. statistics um star wars nerdy stuff anime whatever it is you can be totally nerdy about anything that you're passionate about uh it's just just don't be a jerk about it yeah yeah <laughs> that's the best way because uh, so many people love so many different things and there's so many different communities out there and i think that's why our channel has resonated well with other people um, because we've talked about a lot of different things, a lot of different um, games, and mm-hmm. a lot of different shows. I mean, you, you've talked about how you're passionate about Red Dead Redemption and oh, yeah. and Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. and well, in a video I actually uh, got edited up, ready to post as well, which I, <clears throat> um, again, whether it does anything or not, it's just fun to share the stories and these clips and stuff. Um, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider clip. Oh, talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah, acting yeah, in that. So I got that clip ready to go. Like, oh, well, and, I mean, there's, I mean, but, every, but that's just that's just a snippet. Like it, everyone in the world, we have these these special interests, mm-hmm. and and it's just really cool to to dive down into them and to see what people are interested in and what people enjoy. Uh, I know myself, like I have a, a, and it always feels like I've got my hand in like twenty million different yeah. buckets, and I, I know like other people that watch and listen to my my daily life, uh, people that follow me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and stuff. Uh, 
uh, they, they probably look at me and they're like, dude, this guy does t- so many different things. I think that about you. <laughs> and I actually know more of your life now. It's, yeah. Before I knew you, it was like, this dude so, so much. And now that I'm like closer to you. Yeah, you get to see the more things. Closer which, I mean, to you. <laughs> yeah, dude, it looks Just like you're doing like it. used to be close to you. Easy, Tiger. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I mean, for, for real, it just seems, I mean, I, I I know I have my hand in a lot of different jars and a lot mm. of cookie jars. And so, but it's, it's really cool because, I mean, I'm really into biking. I'm really into yeah. gaming. I'm um, really into magic, which not many people actually know that. So Yeah, I didn't know that about you. Well, and see, that's, that's a huge thing that I love and that I'm really passionate about um music obviously everyone knows that i'm uh, really passionate about music um today we just launched our uh, first day today was our first day of our rack academy starting back up rock so, academy rock academy yep uh so i teach a bunch of kids how to how to learn and play in a rock band so it's kind of a fun thing i developed this course this curriculum and now we're looking at growing it even more this next year so um kind of turning it into a uh a continuation class so mm-hmm. like you, we have different tiers of it, and so we're gonna basically, uh, eventually, we're gonna do full on production for these kids. So like we'll not only record their music for them, we'll give them a whole music video. Oh, that's cool. By the end of it, so that's that's the the plan and the process for the fall. So look out for more information for that in the future. So it'll be pretty cool. We're kind of gearing up for it and just having the conversations about it now. But uh, we yeah just started the the class for this semester. Um, I got a great group of kids coming out already. So uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. The whole esports thing that's that's already wild. Like, yeah, we have like the formal launch is at the end of the month. So I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm still so. waiting for the Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> Friendships. <I'm> telling you. <laughs> Why we, can't it be? Uh, the I did I did have to make a hard rule. Line those kids up. I'll teach them. The hard rule is no games over T for teen. So there's no M game M rated games, unfortunately. Mm. So, but I <laughs> I did have someone ask me like, so what games you playing? And I immediately looked at him and said, oh yeah, GTA. <laughs> like, like just immediately <laughs> and like he immediately re- realized i was joking so but uh you know cuz this is it we're talking about esports based out of a church so uh, well you know that in GTA the traffic lights work oh they do absolutely you can do. obey the law yeah you can obey the laws you don't just <laughs> not many people do nope <laughs> i don't um but yeah it's it's cool the the whole uh prospect of the future as far as um i don't know i just i just feel like i've this last year I built up a lot of things that pushed like trajectory wise. Mm -hmm. So I think this year is going to kind of be that the culmination of all those things. Yeah. So, and I think the way, yeah, the way that it's going, we're just, we're getting a lot of traction. A lot of the things that I'm doing is getting a lot of traction. So it just, I don't know, it just seems to, I don't want to say come full circle or I feel like it's starting to come full circle, I guess. Like it's, it's feeding itself a little bit. So, um, so I mean, we're not getting paid yet, but who knows, man. It's just fun doing it. Like you said, like this is, I love doing this because this is now, um, you know, it's like the majority of what I've been releasing lately is clips from this. And that's fun to do because you do that and then you 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 can throw in some of your own stuff and well, and I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean, we do such cool things and like, not like I monologued and bragged about myself there for a second. That's just, just because that's, those are the things that I've been doing and it, it's kind of cool just to see the culmination of them yeah. happening. But like you do so much cool stuff, like the bands that you play in, we've got Stranger Than Paradise, um, we've got Monday's Child, we've got um, uh, Elvis, 
We've got yep. uh, Grindstone. Grindstone. Yep. And, th- and then you've got your studio on top of that, yep. recording all these different projects, um, getting to work with really cool artists. Yeah. Uh, That's been real fun. I actually did a thing for a movie here. Yeah, I saw that. That was That'll cool. be fun. Well, and um, you you did it with uh, Ashlyn Ford. Yep. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw Ashland and Rhonda on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's which is super cool. Yeah, super great family. Uh, Ashland is a great actor and musician. I don't know if you've ever heard her play or sing. I heard her sing. I played. I played acoustic for her, though. Oh, she. So she's a heck of a musician. She like, is? I mean, she's she's good. Uh, I mean, it was effortless. Like, I mean, I know the song we did, and um, it was easy enough for me to do, and we. Knocked it out in three or four takes. And oh man, yeah, it was great. But I mean, and that's that's what I think is cool seeing this next generation come up. And well, and I uh, started having this this conversation, and and this and this, I kind of want to get your <laughs> input on something. I started I've started having these conversations, so I have like these big ideas, big dreams every mm-hmm. now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel for me, for us as musicians in our area in the city of Saint Joseph. We have a problem with the culture of musicians in the terms of drummers. What do you mean? Meaning there's not enough drummers to go around. <laughs> I could see that. I have uh What is yeah, what is your thoughts? I have uh a, I'll say up there because uh I think I won't go into the competition side of it. Um for what I like to do, I'll say I have the best drummer in town. Yeah. So I don't know that problem you just said. But here's the thing. Because <laughs> I already got it, so nobody. You've well, but in the four bands that you're in, or the, those four bands that I just listed. How many drummers the, do I have? He's the drummer for all four of them. <laughs> that's one drummer. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So that, but that's the problem we have. There's too many bands and not enough. Drummers well, I'll extend. I'll extend on that because I'll say this. Um, I recently noticed there's a problem uh which again i don't have the that yes you are 100 percent right well, you, you so, are 100 so, percent right on that so this i mean this this is my my takeaway that i've felt over the, and it's it's been over the last several years it always feels like um there is one like every drummer you find there's only a handful of the drummers and they all play in six different bands yep yeah, and, and it's just it's just like there's a culture of there's not enough drummers. Yep. So I basically went up to some drummers within the last week, and I'm probably going to go talk to Aaron, the owner of Lanham's here. Uh-huh. Uh, how can we start creating a culture of, like, the next generation? Like, how do we get more drummers? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like... Uh, when they come in for guitar lessons, be like, offer you 25% more for your trade-in on your guitar for a set of drums. <laughs> but, like, something like that. Well, and, and honestly... Um, Thinking more along the lines, how can I, how, and, and this is, and, and this doesn't really, I mean, it affects me in, in somewhat of a manner because I'm always looking for a drummer, I feel like. Yeah. And um, it affects me in the way that everyone else is going to be looking for a drummer. So, you know, you only have this small group to pull from. So it's, it's really hard to, to, to lean into that. So the idea that I had, and that I'm going to kind of float it out there is to maybe start a percussion academy of some kind. Do do you know who uh, Brian Alford is? No. He is a phenomenal musician, phenomenal percussionist. He started this drum studio in town, and he did just some absolute crazy bomb stuff. And it went so successful, and he grew it so big, he had to move to Kansas City. Oh. Yeah, now now he does, like, a bunch of other things now. So the the dude was crazy successful. But, like... 
trying to create that culture of like drumming within the the scope of like St. Joseph and like, Hey, this is something that you guys can do, but like create a passion for it and get kids Mm -hmm. excited about it again. Because I, I think like some kids are excited about drums and percussion and stuff like that. But I feel like we're, we're, it's, it's on the bottom of the totem pole at the moment. I want to bring it up if we can. Sure. So that's my, my hope and my dream for the future of like music in St. Joseph. But. Well, and you know, I've actually found as uh, bass players has been that finding bass players, bass and drums. I'll say they, bass and drums. They, they, sure. they almost go hand in hand. Everybody wants, I think guitar is where everybody like all of a sudden, I think unless yeah. you yeah. know you want to go and play drums or bass, yeah. You default to guitar because you feel like, oh, that that looks cool. What's happening on stage? Well, and you, the people most front is yeah. the guitar player. I'll go. I want to be the guitar player. Well, and that's that's where all the eyes gravitate towards. People see it. It's it's very appealing. Showboaty. I mean, yeah. I mean, narcissistic. It's the well, you have guitar. You have guitar hero, not drum hero. So it's like, yeah. yeah so I'm not 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 saying that like there's no validity in drums. I'm just saying the way that we have cultivized a, a generation to really romanticize guitar yeah. almost like like oh guitar's so cool i want to learn how to play guitar so but you know what i'll yeah. say i'll say this i think it's starting to at least level out a bit because now not so much on bass i think bass was a, some years ago like i'll say like five or ten on the on the social medias nowadays i think it's more because in guitar you have the sweep videos and everybody doing their video i, oh, think, yeah. dr- I think drums is about level playing field with it because i see so many drum videos well, and with guitar videos, I, no, I'm not saying like drums in the mass world. I'm saying in our community. oh, yeah, but I think, but I think lately there's been, I've noticed there's will, been an uprise say, on the drums. I will say, which yeah, I think I agree will inspire. You. I I agree because I <clears throat> a lot of my I follow a ton of drummers on TikTok, ton mm-hmm. ton of drummers, and um, and it's weird that there's there's one girl that I follow. I absolutely love her. Uh, her name's Sunfire mm-hmm. on TikTok, and she is. She's famous for Toad Voice. Toad oh, Voice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> but she'll, but she'll do uh, like Slipknot and yeah. like all these, and then she'll sing it in a Toad, in a toad voice. voice, and like it's amazing. So, and she kills it. She's yeah. an absolutely phenomenal uh, drummer, just first off. But then just the sense of humor and yeah. the personality that she brings in with it. So, uh, I, that 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 does inspire me. So like you know like not not just to play drums, but like to make content to yeah. to see funny videos, like just the humor, the interaction. So well, and it it inspired me as well because you can't. I like the. I think going into this year, it what's going to be more on the plate is putting stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I want to get the Mondays album finally done, and I've it's been pushed up on the priority list. I recently uh, remixed and remastered uh, one of my other band's albums. We're going to release that soon. I want to get the Mondays thing done. I want to do at least two videos for the Mondays album. Oh, that'll be killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I know of a guy in town who, I guess he just got a new house, so he's got a whole new green screen studio set up. And I want to do, for Mondays, I, I wrote a spaghetti western. Oh, heck yeah. I love spaghetti western. I love... Music. I love music with attitude. I love guitar music. That's why I started playing guitar. Yeah, right. Absolutely. That's, that's where it starts. I'm not Beautiful. saying it's better than anything. I'm just saying that's where I started. And one of my favorite things is spaghetti western music because it. And I only learned this after loving it. I. It has such a gorilla mentality because I learned that um, the whole spaghetti western thing mm-hmm. was off of the American western. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so you had John Wayne. You had the a very, you know, think of John, if you know, yeah, John, know John if Wayne, you know yeah. John Wayne movies at all, you know, it's 
uh, Howdy, um, Pilgrim. Think of American Western, right? And then you had the, the Westerns that were done in Italy. And you had Clint Eastwood and stuff like that. Well, it was to battle that they didn't have near the budget. And I learned that replace, you know, the, you know, the brass section and the big orchestrate. They didn't have the budget for that. You had a guitar, though. So a lot of this was built. Get flamenco guitar. And you yep, had that yep. guitar, and then you had the the medley. Instead of like horns and stuff, it was on the guitar. So that's where you mm -hmm. get these things. And I love them. So I I was watching one. I was home from the cruise ship, and I, I was watching a Western. I was like, I haven't seen this in so long. And I was getting, get, I, was like, I, love, I love watching this movie. So yeah, let's watch it. I was, uh, I, I, was I don't know, like waiting for the commercials to, on the streaming, it has to play two commercials. Oh, yeah. Stream off streaming in a minute <laughs> um it was playing two commercials in a star movie so i had the guitar in my hand and you know spaghetti westerns like country your medleys up the neck and to the to the low strings not the high strings so mm -hmm. it's like boom ba -da -dum, boom ba -da, ba -da, boom ba -da -dum, boom you know and it's it the medley's there so i was sitting there i was like i want a spaghetti western but I, was like, I don't know how to write spaghetti westerns like what do i <laughs> and then all of a sudden and i was like oh <gasps> you gotta get the you gotta get the whistle yeah, or, uh, Kevin yeah. Whistle. <laughs> yeah. But a like, but example. I, but I found one. I was like, oh, so I started writing a, so I wrote a spaghetti western, and we recorded it, and uh, Heck yeah, it's ready dude. to go. And I have her, yeah. and I have the perfect music video idea for it. Okay, it's gonna be get the gritty, the yellow, the gritty video. Yep. Like, oh, oh, yep. it's gonna be a mix, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait to show you. I have, a, I have, I hope it it executes well. But I anyway, I want to do that. I want to do the music videos. I just want to like, I want to create because I haven't done that. I felt like I haven't done that in, t in too long. We're just take an idea, create it, and put it out there versus laboring over something forever. Like when we were doing the Grindstone album, I was building the studio. Mm -hmm. So we got so far where everything started to sound so much better. Me and the guitar player had to go back and re record six songs because. They, oh, because it just. Because I had different. Grew so much. And, yeah, I had a different yeah. AD converter. I had. Um, Changed it entirely. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's like you had a whole different setup. So it's like you got to go back and re record. So. Instead of laboring, it's like I got the a good studio set up that now it's just creating. Well, so, and you're you're saying something that like resonates really well with me because um, we, uh, talking about all these things like culminating and mm -hmm. kind of coming to fruition a little bit. But uh, one of my big goals is to, and, and and I don't know if this will be realistic anytime soon, but I would I want to be at a point in my life at some point. I don't know if it'll be anytime soon. It may take. A year may take five years, may uh -huh. take ten years. I want to create more than I consume. Yeah, I want to create more than I consume. And right now, I consume a lot. Sure. So, so I want to start off in little little increments and just start creating more in general. And then slowly, maybe that that scale will start to tip yeah. or even out even. But uh, that that's that's my my big dream for for even just starting out for this year, just to create more things whether it's content or, or music yeah. or or uh, opportunities or for yeah i mean there, there's so many things so i've got a lot of dreams yeah we'll see what happens with well them. And i was uh, i was listening to stuff i did a video for jimmy page's birthday yeah and i just it just amped me up because like i you know i found these tracks without the guitar played the guitar and i thought they came out really well yeah and um i got pointed out that i played like two notes wrong which is I know I'm getting attention. 
Not a lot, but I'm getting enough that people want to come back and tell me I'm doing it wrong. But apparently, when you say something wrong or do something wrong, that's what makes you viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw up. Yay. So actually, I played those notes. <laughs> I actually played those notes wrong on purpose. Yeah. Oh, um, man. But I tell you what. You're so confident and so dumb. Like, Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, Internet, for allowing us to hate ourselves. Yep. Well, and you know what? Um, it used to be something that, you know, you do something, you put it out there. And you got judged on it. And then you do the next thing and progress and build. And all of a sudden you look behind you and you got, you know, a 20 year career of, you know, weird crap and yeah. screw ups and this and that. Like, dude, <clears throat> Albert Collins, I point this out to Brian because Brian, he gets very nitpicky. He know he has producer ears for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. And he will, li he's the guy I send stuff to and he puts the earbuds in and he listens for <sighs> that. If that leaks through, he catches it. Well, I uh, I noticed after getting in that mindset over the hemlock days and, you know, you get work hard and there's a standard, you know, stuff like, so I'm listening to stuff now a little differently and being able to separate my guitar playing from the producer years and mm -hmm. listening. All right, well, I'm not doing this. The attitude's not getting that. I need to figure out what to do. And then I get in the other chair and I, you know, oh, like I have that conversation like, with like myself. Yeah. So, and I think I'm getting a, a lot better at that. Not necessarily creating better but i'm getting better at producing better. producing myself better as well. yeah well albert collins i noticed on like we play a song in mondays that goes over real well called uh if you love me like you say uh-huh and uh in that song in the you know the radio single the the hit the whatever dude drops his drumstick or he misses the snare one of the two or the high or something because through the solo nah, 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 it's out for like a beat and then it comes back in and i'm like that's what they chose to release nobody caught that well i mean <laughs> or was that or was that like okay uh whoever's managing albert collins that's uh, just blues send him in there you get three the, the budget is three takes it better be good oh my gosh and, and that was the best take well but <clears throat> i mean some but some people they they make those mistakes and they leave them in the recording so so like and they do it intentionally. Sure. So so two two perfect examples are uh, "Good Riddance" by Green Day. Yeah. Da -da -da -da. And yeah. He, he cusses right there yeah. and he goes, da -da -da, and he does it again. Or the next one is uh, James Blunt's "You're Beautiful." Oh, I don't know that one. I know the song. I just don't know what you're. Listen to the very beginning. Mm -hmm. He goes. My life is brilliant. And then the song goes. And then he goes, my life is brilliant. And he does it again. Ah. Yeah. So he, he came in too early. Ah. And they kept it. Now, do you think uh, stuff like that should be go back and fixed? Or do you think you just leave it as it is? I mean, it depends. I mean, artist discretion. I think it depends on what you're going for that album. If I want to. No, I'm rock. talking like five years later. Five years later, you're gonna do like a remaster or re this. Do you Re remaster? I don't think it matters as much Be because it, it. I think it, the source material is pretty important because it yeah. depends. Like if I'm going for something raw, I think that's more authentic. Absolutely, a absolutely. But if I'm going for a polished product where where I'm making an album and I'm doing this intentionally and I've got it structured, I do not want those mistakes in there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think there's moments for, I mean, and this is this is one person's sure. take on this. So there's, there's no right answer to this. And I don't think being littered with mistakes is like what I'm saying as well. It's like, yeah. 
I mean, that's why, I mean, I think people call Jimmy Page a sloppy guitar player and every ride I get, I get where they're coming from, but like there's stuff, there's medleys and stuff in there that I hear that's like, I can tell he's just riffing and trying stuff out, but he has such a, a the, the studio. Dude had, he had a, such, I mean, well, he's a crazy guitarist anyway. Cause I mean, just the voicings that he made uh, for songs that he wrote. I mean, I mean, that, he was a session guitar player before the Zeppelin days. Well, I mean, but, but now, but think about it. He wrote so many <clears throat> iconic guitar lines. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, it, <laughs> I don't, I, I kind of have this like inner battle. I, I think that certain people, and I, I'm not one to judge other people's work. So I know during my things, if it's if what I'm trying to get, convey, that's where it matters is, yeah. is to me. So like, do I, do I want to have it? Do I, <laughs> do I want to have chocolate or vanilla? Yeah. So that's not to, not to say that one's chocolate or vanilla, but, uh, you know, do I want to add some sprinkles? Do I yeah. want to, do I want to, do I want to, do I want this in its raw form or do I want to, you know, yeah. make it a, a an app, like a banana split? But I think it's yeah. shooting for perfection and then little human mistakes, like your guitar, your finger slides across the string and harmonics a bit, or it just gets a little oh, yeah. scratchy. Like those little things, like sometimes those, you know, it creates more of an attitude in in the riff than just playing it staccato perfectly and all that you know maybe it slips a little bit but that makes turns out it makes it a little better but well I, it, de- it depends on this it depends you know what genre genre has a lot to do with it sure. in my opinion because if i'm thinking bluesy hard rock like zeppelin i would think that makes it feel more authentic yeah but it's if a, i'm if i'm listening to a metal song and i hear a mess up I'm like, oh, that guy's trash. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, so I kind of, I kind of see it as like a double-edged sword. Like I can yeah. see, see good and bad on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, uh, I think like the argument on the blues rock side, which I, I don't much validate, is the they'll, they'll, that's why the people call like all like the YouTube metal and people that they're sweeping and they're, yeah. like, you know, they'll put a if like the video is like if the hotel California solo was good and it's a dude playing like sweeps and this like metal type solo. <laughs> have you, have you seen the videos where it's like uh, metal guitarist actually accidentally signs up for country gig or something yeah. like that. And he, he, you just see this guy here's like, or, or a jazz gig or something. Yeah. So the guy's playing like Latin in the background and it goes like shredding and stuff. But here's the thing about that is, he knows the correct notes to play. That's true. And it's he true. Pl- and he plays, but but here's the thing: he plays them all. And he's doing the sweep thing. He's doing the. But he, where's the where's the half step slide in there? Where's the, the? I think that's where the blues rock guys come from. But now, on that other side, I think the blues rock guys get a little lazy on getting outside the pentatonic. Not sound like Nick right now, but they get outside <laughs> the pentatonic, and or you know, and getting into like modes and stuff, and then all of a sudden that's where this battle comes from because the, they'll say, "Oh, you don't have any feel." I was like, "Dude, you play five notes, dude, and, and, got... and you get them wrong half the time, but you're calling it like, oh, that's how I'm expressing it.'" You know, but that's but see, that's the origin story. So I have so many students that take with me right now, and they're like, "Tom, I want to learn how to solo," yeah. and I said, "Okay." Start with this pentatonic scale. Yeah. Like every note that you play, I said, start on this fret, play this pattern from here to here. I said, if you do not play any other notes, all of those are correct notes. Yeah. And then we learn on and we go to the, we go to pattern two, then yeah. pattern three, uh, pattern five. And I said, this is, this is how you start. And they're like, really? Like, yeah. this? They're like this is all you got to do. This is, this is where you start. Okay. And then you just expand from there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the uh, people, People don't think, you know, like music is, is it's e- the, 
they make it more complicated than it is. Well, and those arpeggios I keep seeing on, on the video, to me, that's just an updated realm of that pentaton. It's not a pentaton scale, I get that, but it, it's an updated where... It's just pen, another pattern. Well, yeah. it's another pattern that all of those notes are correct. It, exactly. So if you're... Over your jazz video, oh, that's that's awfully impressive. Yeah, so it was the pentatonic just yeah. ripping through that some years ago. It's like, you're... I you get you can do that, but my... And my thing is, I like seeing... Uh, people jump outside of their normal realms like i i don't know um, never mind i say that no like those i not not to keep sitting on zeppelin cause i've been in the zeppelin mood lately and i've been loving it but you know yep. you, you hear the albums progress and like you know you hear the acoustic work you hear the medley work go outside of the you know mixolydian hard rock thing like all of a sudden now you get into the beautiful songs and it's all major chords and, yep, and yep, stuff yep, like yep. that so there's verse you know there's versatility and, and dynamics and all of it and when I was in high school, all the metal guys with all the math metal and stuff, they call it, we called it. Oh, yep. yep it's yep. like, I can't listen to 10 songs of that, dude. And not saying oh, see, not any of it. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. See, I can't listen to 10. I mean, if you're in the mood, but even then it's got to be a playlist of other people. Like I, for me, it just. Oh, see, no, I love listening for, for that style specifically. I love listening from an album top to bottom. No, I love, and I love that, but not 10 songs of the same thing. If they're sitting there, it's the same Tempo. Oh, doom, yeah. doom. Well, that's monotonous. That's that's, that's boring. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You, well, I mean, you're not going to have a successful album if if that's every single song well, you do. It's just it's boring. But I've listened to you know I would say albums that are you know quote unquote unsuccessful mainstream wise or haven't even touched that that go leagues further above a lot of the pop stuff. I've like I've given a pop album you know whenever Spotify recommends like oh this album's been released by so and so and I was like I never heard of them. Like, let's try it. You know what I mean? Let's let's yeah. see what's popular, see what's going on. And you get the hit and then it's nine songs if you're lucky Sound just like of it, yeah. the, of of nonsense. And I'm like they obviously didn't want anybody to hear Well but but I mean a lot of those artists, that's their 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 break in song. So like that's that's how they you still could they have make taken more care I, to the other I nine. I know that's just lazy. I know. Well, and that's that's how a lot of the big artists are now. I, well, they, you're they, doing they, it. You're doing it. Twenty years ago, it was like we got the money for this song. Yeah. And then okay, we'll let you have the other nine that you, you wrote, and you can you know. But the producer's coming in, and you're only doing the one song. Yeah, and that, of yep, course, yep, that's yep. the song that gets pushed, and that's the song people know you for. And then you got Wonderwall, and you can't escape from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not saying Oasis didn't have other songs. I don't listen to Oasis, but I do know that I do know that their fans will. Uh, they don't just have Wonderwall, and I respect that. But that's why I you get know. something like Wonderwall, and you can't know. escape from it. I I said maybe. I just I don't know. That you I know where you're going with this. <laughs> but you know, with streaming as well, you've got that's when you get uh, <laughs> going to stream. But you get with streaming, no, but with streaming, you get, you get, you don't even have to put out the, you know, the 45 anymore of the one song with the one on the back. You just put out the single and that's all you got and you make your money off it. And sure, it's, that's fine too. I have nothing against that. But that's, I I will say, I I respect the hustle to the single. Sure. Because the single is a great way to promote an album. But to me, I just like, yes, you're 100% right. I'm I'm not knocking that. I just like, if you're going to release an album, put a lot of care into the album. Don't just That's release true. the song and then nine pieces of crap just because you have to fill the time. Well, and in most, I mean, most albums they they have like their hot takes, not their hot takes. They have their uh, their, um, I guess what what do they call them? They're, I don't, they're like the highlighted highlighted starred 
songs from the album. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, like if like if I pull up Apple Music and I pull oh up, yeah no, pull up no, an no album, I know what you mean. I pull oh, up Spotify an album, is like the top five. Or, or, or well, like of that album. Well, I mean, just of even the album, they'll say, okay, these are the three most mm-hmm, popular mm-hmm. songs from this album. So they, they they have a little way to recognize it. So I will say, like a single is a good way. Well, and uh, and I agree with that. Well, and it's it's a great way to navigate people towards the album and to see the other songs. But I mean, people, I agree. I agree with. Well, that. But the the thing is though, even before they launch though. They do the pre-launch, they do the pre, the download, pre-download or whatever before mm-hmm. they do it. And it's it's funny because like the songs are already starred. So like you you know what the studio is expecting yeah. to be good songs. So they're like Or what they pump the more, most money into, so they want their money back out of well, those that's, songs. That's why. I think yeah. that's why. So yeah, you see all of these these albums with like pushed songs to say this is one of our our recommended like top songs. Yeah. Like this album's not even released. How can it be a, a top yeah. song? So Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's my my youngest daughter popping in. She's like, I gotta use the bathroom, guys. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we're we're actually probably in for about a little over an hour, almost hour twenty right now. So that's fine. We can go into part two because I'm not letting this go. <laughs> the thing, also, the thing about I think we're moving backwards in the in the far as the stream goes. It's, it's created an unrealistic expectation of some people of having multiple song albums and just realizing they've created like nine of the same song and they don't have the confinements this this to me you the streaming has has let people realize that you don't have the confinements you do because you can easily just delete it and Mm re-upload especially with like distro kid where you pay annually and you can do it as much as you want i hate that even though i'm about to do it but (laughs) um and actually, I didn't actually re-record or actually mess with any, so I just remixed and remastered, which that happens too. You can do... Well, yeah, yeah. That happened in the past too. I put in the time, I did this. I don't know, maybe I'm hypocritical about it, but here's the thing. The... Um... <laughs> My daughter's singing in the bathroom right Bless now. Oh, Here, gosh. Here's the thing. is like, there's one band from Kansas City. I can't find any of their old, dis- like, their old music. Like... You cannot find their old crappy videos. They're low budget, like you know when Nickelback was popular. They, oh they were, yeah, they were very much in that realm, and the, you could tell the dude really wanted to be Slash. The solos weren't nearly as good, but he wanted to be Slash big time. So you can't find those videos. They're gone, and it's like, where's the like ownership of the music. You obviously had no, uh, like you had no belief in what you were doing. You were doing, I don't know. You were doing it for cred or doing it because you thought it looked cool, but you had no, you just wanted to, you just wanted to be in a rock band. That's, I guess whatever you can do that too. But I just think there's just a little less. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're picking up all this on the recording. This is, this is great stuff. The internet. Welcome my four year old daughter to the, to the podcast. I have to go potty. <laughs> That's a that's a clip right there. Like uh, let me tell you, that'll go viral. <laughs> In depth talks. Toddler has to go back. But it, but it was again. It's basically it's like you used to put an album out, get judged on it, and mm-hmm. you could either come back with something stronger, or you or they were right and you fell. Um, going into that as well, hate about streaming lately is, um. Music-wise was first. I thought movies were safe, but recently that wasn't even right. So music-wise, if you want to listen to Meatloaf, you can't listen 
to Bad Out of Hell 3 on Spotify. Why? I don't know. Arguments with producers. Now, on that album specifically, they had a lot of top songwriters mm-hmm. and um, musicians on there. I don't know where it comes into play. Dwight Yoakam, for the longest time, couldn't listen to Guitars and Cadillac or Honky Tonk Man on his greatest hits. Why? I don't know. I'm not in the loop of the legal whatever but you couldn't you couldn't listen to two top songs by dwight yokum on spotify because of something and then you can't listen to bad out of hell three which i love that album top to bottom bad out of hell three is a great meatloaf album mm-hmm. fight me i dare you top to bottom great album so that recently i watched um um what did i watch oh, oh man it escapes me Something. I watched something. Whatever. Blues Brothers. I watched the Blues Brothers on Netflix. Okay. Whole scene taken out. What? There's a whole scene taken out. Why? I don't know. Don't know. Don't care. It's wrong. It Does it do a lot for the movie? Not really. But it, the whole scene <laughs> where Elwood Blues... There's a, Okay. So, Carrie Fisher, you know, uh, <laughs> after, you know, Saving Galaxies... Yeah. Uh, is date was dating uh Jake Blues, Juliet Jake, mm-hmm. uh his character, and fires a rocket launcher into this building, collapses the building. Blues brothers get up, dust off their shoulders, and go, What do they say? It's nine o'clock. I gotta get to work. <laughs> and he go they go to work. And yep, yep. and Elwood quits his job, steals two cans of adhesive, I think. Anything for movie? Not really, but scene for scene, I think. Blues Brothers is just a perfect movie. They took that scene out. Later on in the movie, um, after they perform at the to this, the big concert to save the church. Interesting. He uh, before they play, he breaks into the um, the good old boys uh, RV and spray adhesive on the on the gas pedal. Uh huh. Right. And then they also fill the the cop's tires, which I don't think they showed that either. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Well, and I I think well, and this is I I don't know if like studios are getting like taking heat for certain things now because uh, like a silly one in my opinion, uh, which I, we just watched this movie with my family not too long ago. Lilo and Stitch. Do you know about the edit I, on Lilo? And Stitch? I know about that, but to, but you know what? From what I understand, that was done before the movie came out wasn't it was after was it after because what yeah um because um like the people that have the dvds and the vhs's mm-hmm. they still have the original scene so the, the the edit on the movie is uh lilo uh crawls into a dryer essentially in the original movie and so in the streaming version they have gone back and re-edited the scene the artwork to where it's no longer a dryer it's it's a uh cabinet with mm-hmm. a pizza pizza box for a door yeah so the so i think disney must have taken a lot of heat about kids you know jumping in dryers or something so they went back and changed it or omitted it or something which yeah. i think is kind of dumb though i think yeah it's yeah well the see the only one and the one i get is the spaceship used to be you know that one the spaceship used to be a plane tom I thought talking, that's you're talking where, about Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I thought you were going. Okay, so check you don't if you don't know this, check this out. Uh, oh, uh, yes, it was a, like a streamliner, like a, it was a streamliner yeah. going, going through a city. 
Yep. Yep. Not yep, yep, yep. a spaceship but, going through the forest. Well, it's because the yep. time frame. Yep. Time yep, yep, frame. Yep, yep. Yeah. But but I see that one. I think I can't remember if that one was done before the movie. I came think. Out or not. I think that one was. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I don't. I don't think that one made it. That. But see, it, it's. But it still wasn't released, so they could do whatever yeah, they want yeah. and tell the story as is. That change that you're talking about, I yeah. don't think they should have changed. I, I agree, but it's now so now now you're talking about you're having this conversation and uh, about like streaming and about like changing and then like not releasing and putting mm-hmm. things on there. But what if not? Now we're talking about the studios be the ones in control of that a sure. lot for a lot of the part, but a lot of the times it's the artist. Sure. So like, what if Meatloaf is the one who didn't want who didn't want that album out? So how would you feel about that? Perfect, perfect example. Tools discography mm-hmm. was not public. I remember for years. I mean, I mean, it's it's only come out within like what the last five years. Sure. And so, like previous to that, they had no streaming options. So the only way that you could get their songs was to physically buy their media. I don't mind that, and that might take away from my meatloaf argument a bit. I still, I still put the weight on. It just sucks that legal arguments is it stops like an album like being streamed like Milos Bad Out of Hell 3 it, if it if it's I don't know because see the only th- I don't think that would have been it though that's the thing well, if, if th- Milos didn't want it out it's an it isn't it's Valid argument. I'm, I'm playing, because I'm playing like devil's advocate a yeah. little. Because well, and, and personally, so like Mark Brooks is the same way though. Well, Mark and, Brooks, you can't get anything except on his. Here's the thing though, I I kind of have a little bit of a resentment towards Maynard for not doing it sooner. Oh yeah, you'll have to pick up your wife soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we probably will have to wrap up soon. But um, one of my biggest resentments is uh, that Maynard didn't allow streaming to his music or for tool to have uh, that open to public. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I loved so many, so many of those albums like lateralis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, 10,000 days. I mean, they were just amazing music, but you could like, once I went for college, streaming became the big yeah. thing. CDs went to the wayside. Uh, I don't mind it as much. No, I know. I don't mind. It. I mean, that's still there. That's still their prerogative. Oh, I I lost CDs, so there was like no way for me, and like stores really stopped selling physical media. Yeah. So like, unless you were actively following them, and they weren't like super touring at the time, so it's it's you it's would kinda... have to have like ordered online or gone yeah, to a was... great link stuff. But you're st- I don't know you're I don't mind that as much because there's still it's still the the work itself. It's still the work itself as is ready for. Con- it's not like they. It's not like they took the track off, and it's not like when it went to physical to streaming. Finally, correct me if I'm wrong, Tool fans. I it, it was the album as is. <clears throat> None of it was edited. No, yeah, that's that's true. Correct well, but, me if I'm wrong. I don't know, but no, they is so what they did is I mean they had they went from zero streaming music to their discography. Yeah. So but none they, of the songs yeah, were edited. Nothing or taken was changed. Out. Okay. Yeah, they they took they took their existing library and basically publicized it. Here's here's where and here's where it all. St- it all stemmed from first i hate commercials so first when you have to you, you get commercials so I'll, yeah. I, I pay for spotify to make sure i don't have commercial that's fine yeah. uh my streaming video stuff i like having the access to it when i want it mm-hmm. i like that but here's where it starts going this is what got me and my wife starting to buy um i got all my vinyl i got a nice display for my vinyl now a nice record player a nice long cable randomized surround sound so i had a good system to listen to it on and i, I love listening and it takes no effort to get a vinyl out and listen to it 
And I love it. Top to bottom as is. Here's where I got it. I've been listening to. Here's where it all, the, all that started to stem from. Led Zeppelin has an album uh, called How the West Was Won. Okay. Live album. I've had that album since I was in high school. Sorry, I've been listening to that album since I was in high school because my history teacher loaned it to me. And I have just de devoured that album top to bottom so much. I got it in college. I bought it finally. Like, are we talking like the vinyl itself? No, no, no. Just CD. Three, a three-disc CD. Okay, okay. Okay. On that album, there is a whole lot of love. And it's about 20 minutes long. Because that's what Zeppelin does. They jam, you know, Dazed and Confused is like 25 minutes long, 23 minutes long, whatever. Whole lot of love. They do the song. They get to the solo, and then they start doing these medleys of other blues songs, an Elvis song, right? Okay. And in there is a minute and a half of a Ricky Nelson song um, called Hello, Mary Lou. And, you know, they did like a slow rock and roll, you know, a bluesy thing, and then they just kick into this, I said hello, Mary Lou. You know, it's just, it's just great dynamics. Yeah. That minute and a half is gone on streaming. On Spotify, that minute and a half is gone. That sucks. I tell you what, and that's a high point for me listening to that. Yeah. Why? Why is that minute and a half gone? I don't. Well, and so is so, it? Is it Ricky Nielsen's team? Is whose lawyer was it? So and so you're 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 talking up a storm. So or that's uh, not sorry. I didn't mean to say you're talking up a storm. You're talking up a bunch of things where I now have a valid or I have an argument and that I. I've, things that I want to dive down the rabbit hole more, but I know that you're, you're, yeah, we, I gotta we, go. I was gonna say, we need to wrap life. up here. So this is a good uh, place to stop off and come back to next time yeah. because I have some great ideas or some great talking points about okay. this. So especially, Send them in a message so especially, we don't oh yeah, no, well this, this will, this episode will go out public. So uh, this is, yeah, this is a great, I thought this was a great episode. I mean, I thought uh, so too, especially we, after we restarted. Yeah, we restarted. Yeah, Hopefully we, your phone filmed it all. Yeah, we, we, I think uh, I can see in the TV there. <laughs> it's still, still going. Falling, so. Um, so yeah, we had a, we had interesting start to, to the episode, but yeah, now it's, uh, it seems like it, it came, uh, yeah, good, good episode. So, uh glad to see that we're we're jumping back into this uh diving yeah. in um more clips yeah get more, this yeah. done tonight oh, yeah more right. clips. yeah <laughs> tim's so excited i am so, i like to share i like to share content and i'd like to pretend i'm an artist i like to we yeah. i like to create stuff and i like to put it out there for people to see yeah well i also have to go to the bathroom so so <laughs> well with that being said we will hop off here wherever you guys are thank you guys so much for watching for listening uh wherever you are digesting this platform be sure to share it and let the world know what you think of this uh we are hoping to continue to grow so thank you guys so much yeah. wherever you are stay safe stay healthy we'll see you next time see you